The following programming has been made possible in part by the generous support of BITS, Blind Information Technology Specialists. An affiliated American Council of the Blind, BITS provides career development for computer professionals. For over 50 years, BITS has been on the forefront of industry, promoting and advocating on information access and technology that improves the quality of life for people who are blind and visually impaired. Learn more about BITS programs and how to become a member by visiting their website at www.bits-acb.org. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another great edition of Main Menu Live. I am your co-host, Jason Castingway, and we have a great panel with me, with us today. <laughs> we have uh, Debbie Hazleton, our gracious streamer. We have Jeff Bishop and John Gassman and Don Barrett. I know that name. And, ah, there's Larry. I'm and here. Oh, wonderful. Okay. And we have Peggy Carpenter, Carpenter with us. Mm-hmm. Sorry. kind of. I'm actually just going right down the, the Zoom attendee list or panelist list. So, that works. <laughs> so uh, um, I'm excited because we're going to be talking, uh, as far as I remember, some IAC, um, Information Access Committee um, awesomeness, as well as Clubhouse. So, Jeff, why don't you take it from here? Okay, we'll do that. Hey, good evening, everybody, and welcome to the show. It's been an interesting week already. It's been fun-filled, all kinds of crazy things happening. It's just never-ending around here. And when you work from home, you never really know what day of the week it is. Oh, it's very so Debbie, true. So, Debbie, very how are true. you doing? She's muted. She's muted. She yeah. muted herself. And there's Larry. He's on his other microphone. He's- yes, I am. I woke up Sunday morning and I thought for sure it was Monday and I was getting ready not to go to work, but I was get, doing some stuff and I thought, wait a minute, it's Sunday. And I mean, I thought that for an hour. <laughs> it was really weird. <laughs> that's, that's really bad. And, you're, and you downgraded. You're not on your, your nice, you know. No, my other computer's tied up unfortunately and uh, and so i'm using this one which is no you sound fine you sound fine you just don't sound you said like... i sounded horrible you sounded i sounded almost bad as john oh, that's well, what you said i don't know though because john sounds better than you this week right john yeah. i always sound better than larry that's right john. <laughs> i gotta use it the... i can't do that now thank you so much my technology no, he's, on the, he's on the better microphone he's yes on, he is he's on one of these microphones of the hoil yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's not Zeke Hoyle. Oh, I'm sorry. Stop no, it. No, it's Hyle. 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 <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> well, we're getting off to a great start. Yes, we're what getting off to a great start. What else do you want to talk great. about? Well, hey, well you know, yes, exactly. Before well, I think you get Debbie's started, muted now. Ah, good. I hope so because I actually also forgot. I think I forgot to mention Tyson is here as well. Oh, and Tyson, of course, Tyson is here. Right? Tyson and I yeah. had an event earlier today. Awesome. We did. Yeah, what was it? Did. Yeah. Well, was it fun? Well, we don't need to really talk about it. We just met with the president. <laughs> it was fun. Ah, cool. Okay. So, so uh, Debbie, how are you? Are you going to talk to us, Debbie? Debbie, we cannot read your lips. I promise you. I think she was eating dinner. Oh, was she eating? Okay. Well, we'll, oh. 
So let so, the poor girl so, eat. So Don <laughs> here, and uh, how you doing, Don? I'm doing great. Good, good, good. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Don. You you serve on the Information Access Committee. Tell us a little bit about you, because I think a lot of people who listen to the show, the Main Menu Live is sponsored by the Information Access Committee, and so we're we're really wanting to make sure that the committee members get an opportunity to to let the people know who they are and share a little bit about themselves. And, and then we're going to talk a little bit later about the things that are coming up at the convention later this summer. But uh, Don, tell us a little bit about you, sir. Well, I am uh, a retired section 508 coordinator from the department of education. And when I left four or five years ago, they had nobody to help work with them on 508 issues, so they hired some 508 people, but then they needed 504 trainers in JAWS and other screen reading and similar technologies, so they basically begged and pleaded for me to come back to work part-time, so that's what I'm doing now and having fun, and I'm really excited, can't wait to talk about the panels we'll be involved in this summer at the convention, because I think they're going to be lots of fun. So I'm glad to be on the show, and thanks for having me on here, guys. Yeah, thank you very, very much, Don. And uh, it's interesting how those of you who have been retiring, you know, Randy Knapp is a really good friend of mine. He used to work at Arctic, and he's heavily involved in the um, ACB Diabetics in Action affiliate. And he, too, got called back to his uh, place of employment doing some extra work for them for a few months. And now he's going back to retirement 2.0. <laughs> I just wonder how long that will last for him. But yeah. uh, by the way, um, Rick, uh, can you pull up Ray Campbell? He's in the audience. If you can bring him up as a panelist, that would be great. And while we're waiting for that to happen, let's talk to Peggy. Hey, Peggy, how are you? Good, good. Doing well. And good, I good. am uh, I am one of these uh, people that I, I also work for the government. I work for the Department of Treasury. For 30 years and I retired and said no I'm not coming back so <laughs> I'm uh, I've been enjoying my retirement and uh, I was uh, information technology um, department head there and uh, I really enjoyed it it was a lot of fun but you know once the 30 years is over I said I can have fun without going to work every day so there you go <laughs> now you get to play with all kinds of IT and have fun and yes, do whatever you yes, want to yeah. do right hey exactly. I think the treasury needs you. I think oh, you exactly. Go back. <laughs> I was going to say we need we need uh, accessible currency. You should go back. Oh, I know. Hey, I that's not what I was thinking, but that'll work too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I've been on the information access committee for several years, years and uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. one of the biggest projects I did a few years ago was. Uh, helped develop the survey that we did a few years ago about audio description that we did in conjunction with the, um, the audio yeah. description uh, effort. So that was yeah, fun. You did. Yeah, that was great. That was a really, and that was a, a pretty complex uh, survey too. Got yeah. Lots, yeah. And lots of data. We had fun. Yeah, yeah, we did. That's good. And I think Ray Campbell has joined us, Ray. He may be he muted. He may be muted. We'll see. Having dinner with Debbie. <laughs> yeah, or something like that. <laughs> I just got an email from Ray saying that uh, he was, was going to be a little late. Promoted. Maybe Rick ran away with the. And... Uh, Jason, can you, Jason, can you promote um, Ray? 
me see. I don't know if I have that special privilege. Let's if you're see. a co-host, you do. Okay. Yeah, he may not be a co-host, though. Oh. Yeah, it's not letting me do that. Okay. Um, okay. Well, we will, we, will we will proceed to... Ray, hang in there. We'll get you. So... Uh, and then of course, John and John and Larry are here and, and, uh, they, uh, they've been, they've been doing all kinds of crazy things and helping out with podcasts and all of that. In fact, we've got something, uh, we need to talk with you about Larry later. Okay. Give you a ring on that. All right. But, um, tonight we wanted to talk a little bit about the upcoming program. Um, Jason, can you try to text, um, Rick? Rick. I will. Uh, Yes. Okay. Thank you. Um, we wanted to spend some time going through the plans for the information access committee. And I thought we would start by talking about the Wednesday night event first, because I think that, um, that one I think is going to be really, really not that, not that one is better than the other, cause it's not that way at all. But I think there's some very exciting things happening on, at that event that I don't think we've ever done before. And I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. So, I'm going to ask Don uh, if you might be willing to kind of go over that. And by the way, if anyone has any questions, if you want to raise your hand, uh, we can we can take you uh, and and answer any questions as we proceed tonight. It's going to be a pretty informal conversation. So, but at, at any time, just raise your hand, and we'll uh, take you in the order you come in, and we'll handle it that way. So, Don, why don't we hand that over to you, and you can kind of give us a a little bit of information about what's coming up for that event on the, that Wednesday evening, our normal prime time slot. All right. Well, this particular uh, panel will be Wednesday, July 21st from 7 to mm, between 8.30 and 9. We have between an hour and a half and two hours. And the panel is going to be on financial literacy issues. All of these are East Coast are- times, right? All these coast times? Yes. That, okay. So figure it out. There we go. Yep. Okay. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Thank you. Um, uh, I, I realize, I guess we have people from all over the place. Absolutely. Different time zones. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm pretty lousy with math. So don't ask me to translate it. Okay. That is but, not uh, true, Don. We're <laughs> <laughs> not bad at math. You were like an Excel guru. Well, I did have a, a little thing in my head where I said ECMP, which was all in alphabetical order, starting E for Eastern, C for Central, M for Mountain, and P for Pacific. But that's not so, in alphabetical order, though, Don. That's <laughs> true. It's in you know time what? order. <laughs> it's in time order. I think you're better at math. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, so geez. sure. Well, <laughs> listen, it worked for me. Well, no, no, no. Let me, let me, let me Maybe clarify. he thinks central starts with a K, you know. <laughs> no, the, 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 cons, the consonants were in alphabetical order. Is what I meant, oh, so. Now he's got it. How do you like that for a quick scene? That was pretty good, Don. All right. Oh, that was pretty funny, Don. I love it. I was teasing you, man. That was funny, though. Okay. Now that I can't tell time, let's hope we do a better job talking about this panel. Actually, I am thrilled to be uh, involved with this particular panel, Financial Literacy Issues. It affects so many things in our lives. And 
especially as folks with visual impairments, financial literacy is something that is so critical. And one of the things we talked about in putting this panel together is how difficult it is to, how do you pick? There are so many topics. I know uh, one of our, our members, Brian Charlson, was talking about three main pieces of financial literacy, and that being credit, banking, uh, and investment. And if you think about each one of those things could take days and days to go through to really talk about when you think of all the issues in, involved in, in credit and in banking and, you know, saving and spending and budgeting and tracking accessibly budgets and uh, how much you have and balances and writing checks. Uh, investing is another one that's just huge. So the bottom line for all of us is that we decided the best we could do is kind of take a little smattering from each of those major sections and come up with some teasers that we think will really excite everybody for that night. Uh, some sessions that we think, and I'll get into them in just a second. What I'm hoping, uh, if there's a real interest in this topic, I know the Information Access Committee is going to be doing another event in August. We could conceivably, if the interest is high, uh, do more financial literacy stuff there. And of course, there's nothing to stop us from doing community calls with different speakers and financial issues uh, throughout the year or even some main menu events. So we, we want to see how the interest is, how it comes out from the panel. Uh, I can briefly just go over the sessions that we're planning so far and uh, let you, you guys know what's up and coming hoping that you'll be there and that you'll think of plenty of good questions. And uh, what we're going to start out with uh, is that we, we came to the idea that um, credit is really the basis of financial literacy. If you don't have credit, um, it's really hard to do much with your money. You can't really invest. Uh, spending is kind of tough. Borrowing is very tough. And so we thought, Getting good information on credit is so important for blind folks. And um, I think a lot of people hear about it and you hear that it's good to have good credit. We all know that. But what does that really mean? And so uh, Brian Charlson, who's done a lot of work with this structured negotiation for accessible credit reporting, is going to give us a really good session on the three credit reports from the three bureaus, how you get them, what you do with them once you have them. Um, if you have credit that isn't what you want it to be, how do you improve it? Um, how do you maintain it? What, what kind of things are involved in really making sure that your credit will give you the freedom to do what you want financially? Uh, I'll never forget a few years ago, somebody kept pushing me to do that, get get copies of the credit reports. I didn't want to because it seemed like such a boring, uh, non-useful topic. And it was just my own lack of information that was making me think that, well, here it turns out I got one of my credit reports and read it, and my ex-wife had taken out a loan after our divorce, and I was named as part of that loan. 
and there were some problems with it. And my credit rating had actually gone down as a result of her having taken out that loan. And I would never have known about it because I had moved and had a different address and a different bank and all that kind of stuff. But the bottom line is I called the bank in question, had them take me off of it. My credit score went back up a bit. And I was just astounded that these things really do happen to people. You know, everybody thinks, oh, this this doesn't involve me. It's not something that I really need to worry about. But yeah, credit's important. And and if, like I say, if you don't have it, or even if you don't know if you have it or not, you really want to get a handle on it. So Brian's going to cover that. And I think that's going to be a really good session. Um, next up, we have a, our second session for the panel that night. Uh, Judy Dixon, who you all know, and who's kind of the resident photography expert for iOS, uh, is going to demonstrate how she deposits checks into her account um, without any assistance from anyone except her iPhone and voiceover and her uh, incredible knowledge of photography and how to line things up and how to make it happen. Because when you think about it, when you're depositing a check, not only do you have to use your camera to take a picture of the check, but the bank app has a window on the screen where you have to center that check in that window. And I just, you know, I'm astounded uh, that I, I, whenever I have a check to deposit, I ask for somebody to help me do it. I just never even tackled it. And that's why people like Judy can really teach us all. She loves those kinds of challenges. She excels at them. And whereas a lot of people, including myself, might say, oh, there's just no way I wouldn't even know where to begin, uh, she succeeds, and then she can teach the rest of us. And I think it's going to be very, very exciting. So that'll be a fun session. And I think um, we'll learn a little bit about photography and the process, too, for those who haven't read Judy's uh, books on the subject. So that's session number two. And then for the third one, um, we have a really neat guy. I think most of you, I'm sure, know Kelly Ford. If you haven't spoken with him or met him personally, you've probably heard the name. Kelly's with the Microsoft Enterprise Disability Answer Desk. And he's one of the nicest, nicest and smartest guys you could meet. And he's a real Excel guru. You know, Jeff mentioned before about Excel gurus. Um, Kelly will forget more than I'll ever know about Excel. He's just that good. And there are some features in Excel that, believe it or not, I think as blind folks, we're just not taught about. And I, you know, when you, when you look at the kind of training that we get from the uh, AT vendors, it's good training. It's good basic training on how to use different office products. But when you get into some of the more advanced features that really require you to take stock of, of your knowledge level and really um, do some heavy hitting kind of things, these aren't the kind of things we often learn about. And Kelly's going to cover some really neat features, two in particular. Uh, one's called pivot tables. And he's going to show us how to take uh, a whole spreadsheet of bank transactions 
and actually track where the money is going. If if you've ever had a year or two of bank transactions and you say to yourself, gee, I should have more money in the bank. What's taking up most of my money? You know, where's it going? You know, I thought I had a good handle on it. I try to watch what I'm spending. Well, with these pivot tables, you can actually have Excel and you can set this up in a matter of minutes and it'll go through and show you the percentages and the amount going to each of the different kinds of transactions you have. It's fully accessible. He uses it all the time. And for people who are serious about, you know, maintaining a budget and using Excel to track their expenses, uh, it's, it's really a great, great feature set. And I think even for people who maybe don't use Excel, if this could be a real impetus to actually learning it a little bit and, and kind of, uh, you know, making somebody want to use it because it sure piqued my interest. And the, uh, the second feature he's going to talk about is something pretty new in Excel called data types. And data types are simply pieces of information. And, and Jeff, you may help me explain this if I'm not doing such a good job, but they're kind of uh, data bits that you can put into a spreadsheet that actually go out and pull in additional information. And just as an example for stocks, let's say you're somebody who's interested in different stocks and tracking their prices and maybe getting some historical information on stocks. There's a stock data type. There's actually a movie data type. You can get information on movies. Uh, there's a location or a geography data type that will let you put a location into a spreadsheet. And by doing all these secret, wonderful commands and functions that Kelly's going to show us, it'll actually instruct the spreadsheet to go out and pull in from this source that Microsoft has commissioned to do this information, whether it's related to the stock or the movie or the location, and you can get lots of good information about that particular item you're interested in. And I just think it's, it's a wonderful, fascinating thing. And again, it's just another piece of the pie. It's just another way of aggregating and pulling together information that are, might be otherwise hard to, to get. And we're going to have, of course, time for question and answers. And I think that's pretty much going to fill out the hour and a half. We also are trying to get another session set up. Uh, there's a really good product out there from APH called Money Talks for actually tracking and balancing your bank book. It's fully accessible and it works with screen readers and it's just a, it's a very neat program. We're trying to get a demo of that to happen too. So if we can pull that off, that'll also be part of the panel. But, you know, again, uh, as I said earlier, if this sparks an interest, we'd really like to see uh, more happening in the whole financial arena. It's one of those topics that Anything you learn in it will help you at one time or another. And I think if you ever say to yourself, oh, who cares about that stuff? It's not for me. Just remember my Don and his wife's loan, ex-wife's loan, <laughs> that really pulled down my credit numbers. And uh, learning about it 
wasn't a huge change in my life, but it made a difference. And I think that's the way financial literacy can really help us all as we learn more about it. So that's, that's the panel for Wednesday night on the 21st of July. And I hope everybody listening makes a, a special effort to be there. Uh, the more, the merrier. And uh, we can take it from there and, and see what happens. Yeah, this is really interesting. Uh, you know, we, we've had a similar experience, Don, with checking our credit report and finding out things that were on there that, that were not ours either. And uh, wow. it, it's, it's hard to chase that stuff down unless you physically are checking your credit. And it's also a good idea to find out, you know, what accounts are still open, even though you haven't charged anything to a card. You know, you could have a card open for five, seven years and that you've totally forgot about. And mm-hmm. one good way yeah, to back and cleaning up your, uh, you know, a lot of those accounts. I've done that too. Hey, hey Jeff, I'm here yeah, by that the way. To me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ray, how's it going? It's going great. Um, uh, I actually use Money Talks. Um, so do I. Um, and uh, love it. And uh, in fact, although when I got a new printer, I had to have Ira. We had to go through about seven checks to get the check recalibrated. Oh, but I'm we, surprised we it got was only seven. We got it though. It was it was uh, yeah. it was great. It was great. No, I, it, I got a I got a new Braille printer, and it's been very very interesting. If anyone knows anything about the Columbia printers, uh, reach out to me. I uh, would love to uh, to talk with you about it. I, it's yeah. been an interesting learning process. I'll I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, you want um, me to do my introduction, Jeff? Yes. Why don't we do that, Ray? Okay. Well, uh, good evening, everybody. Now. Most of you know me, uh, and so I won't jump into my – I'm usually when I'm on these Zoom calls, I'm actually telling people how to raise hands and all that, but I won't do that tonight. Um, we have other people for that. Um, I am Ray Campbell, second vice president of ACB and also the officer liaison to the Information Access Committee. Um, very appropriate because I work in accessibility as a senior accessibility analyst in the digital technology for United Airlines. And uh been doing that for about five and a half years now, and uh, <clears throat> it sure doesn't seem like it, but I have, and um, work on website and mobile app and kiosk kiosk accessibility um, there. So um, um, I've also in the past done some adaptive tech training and uh, help desk work with the Chicago Lighthouse and uh, a few other things. I live in Illinois, and um, I'll tell you, I'm looking forward to this financial program, especially the check thing. I have messed with that and messed with that and tried to get the darn thing to work. So Judy, I hope you can teach me something. (laughs) I am trainable. I really am. (laughs) It's funny because we think of technology and we we think of technology, screen readers and the things like that, but this is just as important feature as the technology aspect of it. And we don't think about it that much. No, it's sure. Yeah, it sure is. I think so too. It yeah. sure is, guys, because, I mean, while a lot of things can be done direct deposit and all that, there still are folks that, um, and, you know, my wife and I are going to be moving to a little smaller town here in about a year or so, and that may be a situation where we are around more people that are, you know, using checks and that sort of thing that we have to um, handle. So uh, that's uh, something to, uh, that's something to definitely to consider. So I'm really looking forward to that. So Judy, Judy, no pressure, no pressure, my friend. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Oh, I think she, she handles pressure. Well, from she what does, I've actually. seen She's with her, she, yep. 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 Uh, and, and true, just knowing, as you guys say, 
that you have a check and you want to deposit it. And uh, boy, the fact that I could do it myself, like I said, I give it to my wife or someone and they, they just do it now. But And people would say, oh, you know, you're just being lazy. And the truth is, I think a lot of what appears to be laziness isn't laziness. It's just kind of intimidation by the process. Yep. So like, yep. I wouldn't even know where the heck to begin to do it, but she's going to break it down for us. And uh, yeah. well, I, I it's, it's, it, yeah, it's interesting, Don, because the, I mean, the Chase app, it kind of tells you, it tries to tell you where to put it. And I still can't even get that to work. So yeah, I don't know. Wow. And it's so wow. important now with, um, you know, banks being reducing hours with COVID and, and, you know, it's it's tough to even get to the bank, and then you know now you're not even sure you can get into the lobby sometimes, or, you know all that. So learning exactly. to do it was really important. Yeah. Yeah. We did have a raised hand, but I think that person lowered their hand. Rick, do you see a hand? I think Rick is muted. Jason, were you able to reach Rick? Yes, and um, we are co-hosts now, and I do not see any raised hands at the moment. Okay, good. Okay, all right. I wasn't sure. Okay. Sure. All right. Now, so we're now going to go over to, if there are any questions, don't hesitate to raise your hand. We'll take you as soon as we see them. Uh, next, we're going to talk about the Saturday afternoon, there, our annual 411 event, where we talk to you all about what's happened in the committee over the year and we also bring some technology or information access type topics to the table and um well just because ray's here too why don't i kick it over to you ray and have you talk a little bit about the partnership that we have for one of the segments that we'll be talking about at the convention in fact we just got some word from doug on that that we may need to adjust the description that we just sent janet <laughs> but we'll talk about that later um, so perhaps you can tell us a little bit about what, uh, your part of the program is going to be about. Okay. Okay. Um, I was actually trying to multitask there, but I'm, I'm, I stepped away for a second, but Karen said, get back to the computer because they're trying to turn it over to you. So, okay. <clears throat> well, <clears throat> uh, thanks, uh, Jeff. Go to the back. Uh, so, um, anyways, um, my part of what I've been working on with the uh, Information Access Committee and the Rehabilitation Task Force of ACB is, you know, um, <clears throat> we've all been working at home the last year, and um, we thought it would be interesting to hear from a couple of panelists uh, about who are rehabilitation professionals about what they're doing to um, provide training uh, to people during this COVID situation, where a lot of things are being done virtually. And uh, so we have, definitely we have two panelists uh, uh, confirmed, a third perhaps uh, on the way. I know that we, I was getting some email back and forth with uh, Doug Powell and Chris Hunsinger, who are chairs, co-chairs of the Rehab Task Force about it. Uh, the two that we definitely have confirmed are Megan Conway, uh, who's with the Helen Keller National Center. And that's going to be really interesting because, you know, being that she works with Helen Keller, of course, she's dealing with people that have both a visual and a hearing loss and uh, um, is going to be talking about uh, about that and how um, 
you know, so how, so how do you do that virtually? That, that'll be really interesting to hear uh, from her, you know, dealing with all sorts of people with different levels of vision and hearing uh, impairment. <clears throat> and uh, then we're going to hear from uh, David Kingsbury, who's with the Carroll Center for the Blind, um, to talk about um, what he's had to do as far as virtual training. And, and I guess the, the theme of this really is we want to find out, you know, people that are doing training, you know, what accessibility challenges they had as far as technology and all that sort of thing and how they overcame them to provide uh, quality service to rehabilitation clients. So that's what we're, uh, that's what we're hoping to do. That's going to be the second part of, that's going to be the, the start of the first part of the second part. Uh, yeah, that does actually make sense. <laughs> the first part of the second part of the 411 program. So yeah. Yeah. So um, there's uh, other things in the 411. And for that, I'll throw it back to Jeff and uh, let him uh, tell us what's going on. And we do have some hands up, guys. And I'm uh, I'm sorry that. You're fine, Rick. I wasn't where I needed to be. That's okay. You have to eat sometime, Rick. Well, Well, they kind of went up and down and up again. And I was. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. That's okay. What what are you having for dinner? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> gluten-free double stuffed oreos oh, oh yum. des tried to find them so, that sounds so wrong oh really, yum really, really nutritious uh, you know he mentioned that to me before and i really didn't think he was going to have it for dinner. i know they're, they're I, terrific i, I still haven't found them one of my one of my best friends um when she came to visit us several years ago uh came to our house and we had reduced fat Oreo cookies. And her first, that was her comment to us. That just sounds wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. It's, it's, it's kind of like, like caffeine sugar. free, caffeine free diet Coke. What's That's the right. point? What's or, the or, point? or no sugar added. Or, or, pudding, or right? going and ordering a quarter pounder and fries and a diet Coke. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Right. So I just unmuted a bunch of people. Diane, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. How about you? Hey, Diane. How can we help you? Hey, Diane. Hello. Um, I think at some point, I I came in a little bit late, so I didn't realize that you were probably talking about your programming for the convention. But I think at some point when we're talking about financial literacy, that we should um, talk about the... IRS and uh, and I worked there for 30 years so I still call myself an IRS junkie even though I've been retired for 10 years uh, but I, I think at some point we should talk about uh, all of the services that they have available to uh, people who are blind and visually impaired and they have a lot of stuff there including an alternative media center and other uh, anything that I've seen on there that I've tried to use, is is fully accessible with my and be, be careful reader. what you wish for because don might recruit you i you never know i you know, you know I, I would be willing to help out with that uh, well okay oh, well, you we, said may, the we may have our last session there don well <laughs> that that could happen well you know what and even if it doesn't work out for this particular panel yeah we can get you later okay. we can get you later and uh and since peggy's with treasury you guys maybe could buddy up and yeah, you know, absolutely 
Hey, I wondered, Peggy, is that how you retired so early because you worked for the Treasury? Is that what happened? Is that what happened? Did you have an in <laughs> oh, on printing money or what What happened there? Uh, that was mean. I thought <laughs> it. I didn't say it. I'm just though. kidding, Peggy. I'm just kidding, Peggy. <laughs> I think Peggy's muted. Or either that or she's coming to get you. Or, do you, or she's going to come back, come at me with a bat or something. <laughs> That yeah, was a yeah. Great we, idea. We get yep, the employee ahead, discount. Yeah, I'd love to work with Diane on that. So that'd be that, fun. That, that would be great, actually. Actually, Peggy, that's interesting that, that I was kind of joking, but but did you actually, when you were working there, did you actually have to deal with the whole currency aspect of things, or were you kind of were you sort of dealing with different aspects of? Life? No, I was more involved in uh, like the tax issues, um, or like Diane. I worked for IRS for a little while, and then I worked for the um, um, the chief counsel for the IRS, which is the attorney us, and then the criminal investigation okay. area of the IRS. So I was always out to get those people that don't pay, you know. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. No, I, I only ask that because I, I hear that, that the security is unbelievable around that stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the, the Bureau of Engraving and Printing. Yeah. That's yeah, a, yeah. They were telling me a little bit about that. I want to stop by their booth and I said, okay, so tell me more about the security stuff. And man, it's, it's, uh, it's something. It's, yeah, they uh, actually uh, they they actually um, offered a uh, uh, in person tour for some of us a couple of years ago, and it was fascinating. But yeah, I mean, they actually let us down on the floor where normally you're up on like a catwalk or something, and so you're really not close to any of it, you know. Right, but right. Uh, but because they offered one for visually impaired, they actually did uh, let us down there. So that was kind of interesting. Now, see, wouldn't it be cool if they handed out, you know, like, you know, when you go to like Hershey <laughs> and you could have gotten like yeah, a, a, the free a brand new yeah, minted yeah. dollar bill or something. Or <laughs> even the ones that we're going to throw away. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd be happy with those. Exactly. Actually, uh, they, you know, just like any good tour, at the end you ended up in the gift shop. <laughs> oh, of course and, you. Um, yes. You know, just like at Disney, and um, uh, they actually had these. Uh, I, I got a Christmas ornament there that was like a wreath, and it's made up of uh, shredded bills that oh, they had to dispose. Of. <laughs> so, oh, that's awesome. So, okay, yeah, I hope you know. Cute. I was just teasing you earlier, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right, good. Okay. Uh, yeah, Diane, let's, uh, let's connect on this. And um, I'm sure you know how to get a hold of me or everywhere. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll figure that out and get get something uh, lined up for maybe August or September on that. Okay. Unless it unless we can fit it in during July. We'll, we've got some time. We'll, we'll, we'll let you, yeah, we'll work on it. We'll, ch we'll, well thank you very much. Thank you for bringing thank this you. up. This is absolutely wonderful. And this is one of the reasons why we like doing these segments with everyone is because we get more ideas for future things. So thank you, Diane, so much. See you in the clubhouse. Yes, absolutely. Okay, great. Okay. Who else we got, Rick? Uh, we got Mitchell. And I think he's uh, in a noisy place tonight. Hello, oh, Mitchell. <laughs> hey, Jeff. And do you guys want to do the, the clubhouse part of this? Uh, we are going to be doing Clubhouse in the next hour. Yep. We have not done it stay, yet. Stay tuned. Okay. When's the uh, Clubhouse part one through three going to be uh, uploaded? Uh, we are editing it now. We're in the process of that. It should come up this weekend. Okay. So. Thanks. Okay. Great. All right. Who else we got? Uh, Maria Christick. Oh. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. 
<laughs> I just wanted to tell you all, Don, especially how happy this your panel description made me and how important I think it is. I work as a financial analyst on the financial services side and my background is in finance. I have an MBA in finance and just so much of this is really resonating. I can tell you, for instance, on the credit report side in a prior position, uh, when I was reviewing certain business applications and looking at the credit reports of the business owners, it really would set the tone for me. If the credit report was bad, I would you know, think to myself, likely this isn't going to be a good application. And more times than not, that was the case. So it really, wow. and, you know, you know, and conversely the other way around, right? So, I mean, it really gives so much of insight into people's, um, you know, financial be, be prudence or, or, or otherwise, you know, from the, from the others, from the financial services side. So, you know, I think this is a hugely important topic and, you know, in terms of checks um, on the rare times, I do have to deposit them with, uh, with like ACD affiliates. Um, I just did, did so today. And I had um, an IRA agent assist me with using team viewer on my iPhone, which is great. Um, but, you know, if I can gain any techniques to help me to line it up and require less guidance or even you know do it myself that would be great so i'm looking forward to that and and oh my goodness the excel and the pivot tables i mean like this was my life during mba i did wow. all the time they're so versatile and and i've even used them you know for work and like i remember you know seeing in some training i forget where now but the person was saying oh they're not accessible or you can only pick from these predetermined pivot table types you can't start from scratch and i remember kind of just playing around with it and figuring out you know, how they worked. And, you know, just to to go from that, the, the you know, the impression of it's not accessible to it's going to be discussed now at an ACB convention panel is just you awesome. Bet. And yep. yeah, and so, um, so this is definitely great. And I'm, I have not explored, I was actually, I'm Googling it now. I'm looking up these um, Excel data types. So I'm just really excited for the, the panel. I'm definitely going to be there. And just congratulations to um, you and the IAC. I think this is just such a huge and important topic. That's awesome. Oh, Thank I'm you so, so much excited. for the feedback. Wow. Yeah, Maria, awesome. I, wish, I wish you had more energy, Maria. <laughs> Can you bottle that up and sell it? You, you, My you goodness. Yeah. Oh, right. man. But, but anybody that knows pivot tables knows that they are the coolest, most yeah. powerful thing you can possibly put your hands on. Unless you're a database guy and then cross-tab queries are the coolest thing. So I'm just, <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Oh, here we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. battle of the software. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, hey, we used That's to do right. that at Microsoft, you know, back in the 90s. We uh, we did support for Excel on one side of the building, and we did support for SQL Server and um, Access on the other side. And every Friday, we would have like battle of the of the features. And it it seemed that the Excel team always won because they did all these fancy you know visual things inside Excel with charts and graphs and all these crazy things. And you know we wow. geeked out we geeked out on code. So that's that's a little bit different between the two camps, but it was a lot nice. of fun. We had fun anyway. Rick, we got any other hands? Yeah, we got one more. We got Jerry. Hello, Jerry. Do you want to unmute yourself, Jerry? Can you hear me? There we go. Sure can. Okay, I'll go back uh, from the beginning when you guys were, before you start your event. Um, I have all my, uh, it, uh, my wife and I, my wife decided, so we have our, our, uh, our, between my server connections and Intel security and my company I used to work for all go into one account. 
but you guys say, well, you, you want to learn. I like, I, 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 it would be nice to have an accessible app that you can let you know when you check and line up and deposit. But what do you do? I know, like my wife, she drives to the bank and you can get the money, but what do you guys do when you need money? How do you get your money? And could you have to go somewhere to get that money? Do you mean in terms of accessible ATMs or? Uh, it will not have to be, of course, it has to be accessible if you guy was doing it by yourself and, and not having a sighted person, but you were doing it yourself. How would you get your income, your money? You know, because right now I do not have to worry about it, but, but, uh, you know, that's all things cross my mind. Because, you know, I do have debit cards and I could take money out, but then they charge you or I have to get to my bank. But if I'm, if I'm there, I'll just probably walk through the drive-through. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a great question. I, you know, it's funny. We were talking about that when we were talking about, you know, putting this panel together. And, and somebody was mentioning how most ATMs at this point have become accessible. I mean... Over the years, we've just seen such an increase. I'm sure there are places where there are those which are not. But I would suspect it's gotten to the point where it's easy for manufacturers just to make them accessible since so many of them are already. They've got the chips and the software. And I, you know, I haven't run into an inaccessible ATM in a long time. So uh, that's a great, uh, great question. And it's it is something that's when you need it and you need it quickly, you want to be able to get it. I agree. I agree with you. Yeah. I have a question. So if sure. you're going to be practicing and learning about checks and credit and all that, is somebody sending out checks for people to practice, you know, to practice? <laughs> yeah. Jeff Bishop has graciously <laughs> offered <laughs> you know, I would, I, I would be happy to send them uh, from, you know, the uh, Cheatman Howe account. Just don't cash your stimulus checks. That got direct deposited. I'm all set. Yeah, there. me too. So, yeah, yeah, that's all. That that yeah. that money's been spent already. So. <laughs> that, that that paid that paid for, for some medical bills. Anyway, uh, so okay, let's let's talk about the rest of the information access committee. And, and for you, Debbie, I'll send you a check. You can <laughs> checks in the mail, Debbie. Yeah, uh huh. One boing, cent. Boing, a penny boing, for my thoughts. Boing, boing. <laughs> No, Just a penny for my thoughts, I bet. Yeah. Checks are not made of rubber. <laughs> They're not bigger checks. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the, the rest of the 411 session. And we already talked a little bit about what's happening in that. And we'll let you know where it fits in the schedule here. But the first thing we're going to do is we're going to bring up uh, Humanware and American Printing House for the Blind to talk about the BI and the Mantis. In the context, though, around a panel discussion talking about where we are today in reference to Braille note takers versus mainstream products and which one is right for you. In other words, can a mainstream device suffice today uh, to replace the traditional Braille note taker? 
And I think you're going to find that to be a really interesting discussion. We're still sort of planning this one out, but uh, I, I, we're going to try to be very, very much um, inclusive in all of this. I think you'll find it to be a fascinating uh, discussion. And, and we're going to try to bring some things to you for tips and tricks, apps that you can use, um, reasons that, that note takers or, or mainstream devices might fit a certain scenario better than another one. So uh, I think you're going to be a little surprised. By the way, I think Stephen is here. Uh-huh. So this is good. We're going to yep. be talking about Clubhouse <clears throat> soon. So, uh, right. So that's coming up in the first hour. There's going to be two one hour and 15 minute segments with about a 15 minute break between them. That way we can let people go get their drinks of choice and their snacks and come back and participate in the second hour where we will then talk about what uh, Ray Campbell talked about. And, and that will take uh, a bit of time. And then staying on this whole COVID front in reference to how are we managing in the world of COVID or working remotely? And we want to talk to you about tips, tricks, techniques, and things that we've learned about all of the remote services that are available today um, that people are, are utilizing. Things like Ira and the Microsoft Disability Answer Desk and uh, Apple and Google and Amazon and all these different services that are, that are available to you. Um, we'll, we'll try to give you some hints, tips, and techniques to be able to utilize all, these, all of these things. Where might you use them? and and um, much, much more on that front. So we're going to talk a little bit um, uh, about that. Finally, then we're going to uh, sprinkle throughout this, we're going to take your questions on technology too, where it fits in as far as time is concerned. But we're going to wrap things up with Judy Dixon. Judy will come in and um, she seems to be all things uh, iPhone in reference to latest technologies. You know, she's written books on taking pictures with the iPhone and writing on the iPhone and all kinds of things with the iPhone. And uh, she's not going to let us down. She's going to talk to us all about LiDAR. This is the new feature that's, that's uh, shipping with the iPhone 12 Pro and the Pro Max. And what is it? How does it work? How will it benefit you, especially in this day of COVID? Um, what are the things that she's learned in her travels around that, that she's using to, to actually uh, you know, take advantage of this technology and how you might be able to, to take advantage of it too uh, and find out whether or not the extra money for the pro device is worth it. I, I won't give it away, but I own a pro device and I'll probably give my sense there about what's going to happen there too so and we'll probably have some other little tidbits of information uh, sprinkled throughout the presentation as well we always do as part of the committee uh, but that's what's coming up for both the uh, information access committee 411 session that's going to be uh, starting at 2 30 in the afternoon on saturday to going till 3 45 and then from 4 to 5 15 for the second session and then the Wednesday evening session will begin around between 7 and 7.30 and go for an hour and a half to two hours, depending upon the, uh, you know, how, things, how things roll. Uh, that will be a primetime event, and I think everyone will be uh, really, really excited about that. So that's what's coming up for both of those uh, two events, um, and uh, we're real excited about it. We've worked really hard on, on putting together the content. In fact, we're continuing to work on the content for both of these presentations, and, and uh, it, it's coming together. We'll even have some pre-recorded stuff that, that will be 
part of this and uh, it will all be podcasted, of course, and put up for later retrieval by everyone to be able to get at it if you're unable to attend for whatever reason you might be attending other sessions. Things get busy on Saturday, uh, especially. Uh, Wednesday night's not not nearly as bad because those are generally a primetime event. So we have your undivided attention, which I'm sure Don will be extremely happy about. I will say this quickly. This is Don. One of the wonderful things about putting it up as a podcast for later retrieval is that I'm sure with Judy's piece, it's going to be an excellent tutorial in demoing it. It'll turn into a wonderful tutorial. And the same with Kelly's information. Uh, He's going to actually demonstrate how this is done. And boy, to be able to just have that available later on for your own listening pleasure at whatever speed and repeating and going over it again a hundred times like I will, especially because I don't know. E, you know, ECMP and all that stuff. But, uh, <laughs> that so this really is, funny, this is, uh, this is great. Yeah. That was, so. that was awesome. <laughs> oh, th- th- this is like me, Don, when we have meetings at five and the five o'clock in the morning, uh, Washington time for ACB oh. uh, conference calls. <laughs> Uh, these are the things that I do at five o'clock in the morning. I, 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 can, I can attest to that. <laughs> yes, exactly. Ray's been there and he's heard me make mistakes like that. So uh, <laughs> trust me. But my excuse is that I'm not awake yet. So that's my, yep. that's mine. So, well, I'm never awake. So we're <laughs> you are. You are a brilliant man. And it's a, it's, it's an honor to have known you for so long and, and you, your contributions are, are amazing, just like everyone else here on the committee. It's, it's been uh, a, a real joy to, to work with all of you and um, continue to do so. So uh, I got you. It's awesome. Yep. It's, it's truly amazing. So, all right. Uh, do we have any hands raised about anything we've <laughs> talked about thus far, Rick? Uh, I believe Ibrahim had his hand up, but it's uh, disappeared. Deborah Armstrong did too. Yeah. Oh, Deborah me, Armstrong did. Yeah, too. let me see if I can get Deborah. Hey, Deborah. Deborah, I just unmuted you. Deborah, where are you? She may be uh, away from her her computer. Yeah, she's probably. No, I'm here. Oh, good. Hello, Deb. Can you hear me? We can hear you. We sure can. All right. Wait, 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 is this Clubhouse, Deborah? This is not Clubhouse. This is about remote working. Oh, I know, I I know, I know. I'm just teasing you because I've been talking. I I know I've been on Clubhouse a lot, but I have a remote working topic I'd like to see you cover. Let me explain, and then you can say I have a panelist for it or I don't. But we could recruit you to cover it, you know. Oh no, no, it's I only have half the problem solved. That's why I'm (laughs) covering. So when I started working remotely, we had all these forms in Adobe sign and they were not accessible and I could not sign them, but I had a sighted friend who is an accessibility consultant. So I said, can you please talk to the guy who's creating our forms and tell him what he has to do? Well, apparently they had a little talk and it only took the guy 10 minutes to fix all the forms and make them accessible. So he did some magic thing and all of a sudden the forms were accessible, but I'm, I don't know what that magic thing is. And I think it's really important that whatever it is that we find someone on your panel to talk about Adobe sign and DocuSign and how to make these things accessible. Or if you can't do it yourself, how to tell someone else to do it so that you can sign these forms remotely. Okay. That's a, that's a great idea. Yes, that's a superb idea. 
Absolutely. Yeah, we're going to have to reach out to our friends at Adobe and see if we can find a, a resource for that. But let's. Well, uh, it was amazing to me that whatever the fix was, it just hardly took any time at all. It was something about typing in field labels. I think that the Adobe Sign forms are done on top of pictures of forms. And I think all you yes. have to do is type in field labels. But I don't quite know exactly what the steps are. But we blind people, even if we can't do it, we need to know what the steps are so we can walk someone through it. Okay. Well, oh, yeah, you're right because um, you know that's uh, and and ACB I know has used DocuSign for some things. Sure. So, Forever. Uh, that might be something to you know maybe we can talk to Nancy or somebody about uh, that part of it because I think she. Well, we encounter them in work situations all the time now that we're working remotely, mm-hmm. and we we you know it's really a pain okay. if you have to find someone else to help you with one of them when well, it is actually it can be made accessible. Well, Deb and Debbie. Deborah, it's not just work, Deborah. It's also like if you're doing something like uh, doing a real estate transaction or something, say, that's yeah. what they do now. They, mm-hmm. That's all on yes, they use something like Dot Loop or something like that. That's what we used. And we were able to kind of do it, but uh, it was, it was, it, it takes it, longer than it needs to take. Yeah. Cool. It shouldn't it on take your that to-do long. List. Okay. Thank you. Well, absolutely. Oh, you bet. Thank you, Deborah. Excellent idea. Very much. Stick around. We'll probably call you up if you want to add any clubhouse comments because you've been all over the clubhouse. I have. I'll stick around. Okay, Okay, great. Okay, good. All right. Any other hands? No, that's it for now, Jeff. All right. Well, Tyson's been lurking in the background over there and uh, he's probably been eating his dinner and, you know, solving all the world's problems. Right, Tyson? I have been. I, I've I've figured out everything. I just didn't write it down. Oh, okay. <laughs> very clever of you, sir. Very clever. <sighs> very very clever. Well, many of us uh, have been uh, steering uh, a ship uh, of trying to figure out how we handle Clubhouse, and and we've been holding some Saturday uh, evening sessions where we've talked a lot about Clubhouse, but we wanted to to do one last segment on it. And we thought, well, let's do it as part of Main Menu Live. And we had a, a, a an ACB president's meeting earlier today where we talked a little bit about it to the presidents and we invited them to come if they had specific questions. And um, we thought we would we'd just make sure that there are no uh, glaring questions or, or need, people needing some clarifying uh, questions answered. Um, we also have come up with some policies that, that we've um, worked on and some documentation um, which, you know, all of that. Oh, oh Don left us. Bye, Don. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, so I thought what we should do first, though, just in case nobody knows, is we should start from the beginning. Right, Tyson? I think that's always the best place that's to start. That's the best place, best place to start. And, and I can't even speak either. I'm apparently having a problem with that tonight, too. Um, Debbie Hazelton has also worked really closely with us on this project, as well as Rick and Cindy and um, Kelly Gask at the national office. And I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody, Tony, and I'm sure there are others, but there's, there's been a number of us who have been working this and, and really spreading the word. But, but Tyson, can you start from the beginning and tell us what is this clubhouse thing anyway? So uh, let's see if we, in the beginning, there was the web and the web was dark and then came clubhouse. So, uh, basically clubhouse, the way I explain it, my, was that uh, on the, the first presence, day or second day, that was, that was on the, that was on the first day. Okay, good. Well, so 
<laughs> well, actually, I think he created Zoom first, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they came webinar. But uh, so basically, the way I kind of describe this to people is if you've ever if you've ever listened to uh, a TED Talks where you're kind of sitting back and you've got this this group of people or, or a single person kind of talking about a subject and and uh, but you've always wanted to interact with that person and you want to ask them questions or or pick the brains of whoever's up there. Um, Clubhouse is 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 like TED Talks and webinar had a love child, and and thus was born the Clubhouse. It's the ability to sit in, and instead of being like like here where you're you're on the other side of the room, it feels a lot more um, intimate because it's a it's not so formal, um, but uh, it, it's it's a platform of social media, much like um, Facebook and Twitter. Instagram type of things, but there is, first of all, there is no video on it. So it, it kind of puts us on an equal playing field um, with our sighted counterparts. Um, so we can hold things, uh, hold, hold topics just as easily as someone who isn't uh, as of February, the beginning of February it became very accessible. Um, but basically it's, it's uh, if you have something to talk about, you can create a room and let people know about that room. People who follow you and who you follow will see you're in this room and you can go in and talk about this. You can schedule things. You can eventually over time, once you've kind of got a little bit of, uh, I guess what they would call like room cred, you, they allow you to open up a club, um, which means then you can start to put things under that club and hold things under that club name. Um, so uh, again, it's just it's just a platform to present ideas and have people come in and share theirs with you. Uh, there are such a variety of topics, um, everything from uh, from obviously the, the the disability community has a huge presence on there. Um, financial and entrepreneurs have a huge following there. Um, there are social events. Uh, we have, you know, uh, Cindy does this fun little one every, most every night, you know, where it's just her in her own room uh, and, and all of us in there just kind of chit chatting away and talking about the day and whatever happens to be on our, on our brain at that moment, or it's pillow can, talk, pillow talk. Exactly. That's or, right. Or and you, she, or you can go said... into, into Jeff's favorite room, which is a lullaby room. No, 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 no. That's not where, where they, where they play these really weird where soft sounds. Nice things. And right. you end up having bad dreams because of it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they feel like it or something. Yeah. It's a horror yeah. movie start out that way. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next thing you know, there's hands coming up from under the covers. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> that don't belong to your loved one. Anyways, and, and, and um, by the way, and by the way, Cindy said pillow talk will begin at 11 Eastern this evening uh, oh. in the clubhouse. So just to let all of you know who are clubhouse officials, okay. join Cindy <laughs> she, in, in, in pillow talk. Because she's her. currently on West Coast time. She's West Coast time. That means we'll get probably a good three hours of Cindy. Uh, in so, so the great, the great thing about this is there is, you know, there are a lot of things that are, that are scheduled in there, but um I've seen some of these rooms that are scheduled and they go 24 hours, just rotating oh, panelists. Days. I've seen them go days. They, yeah, room. exactly. Yeah. They, they, just, um, they never stop. But, but the great thing is, is the organic nature of it. Um, mm -hmm. Where with like our community calls, um, they are going on, you know, they're, they're set time. This is two hours long at the end of this two hours, it's done. Um, 
were this to be in a, in a setting like clubhouse or, or to do something like this in a, in a clubhouse setting, it could go on till like four or five, two o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. If, pe- I, it, if people are willing to keep it up. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing to hear people internationally on there, you know, people from the UK who are up at five in the morning, you know, and they yeah. never went to bed. And, by the and way. them it's like 11, it's like lunchtime for them. Well, no, I mean, it's five o'clock in the morning, their time and it's nine at night. Oh, okay. Nine at night. You know? Yeah. 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 They've been up all night. Uh, breakfast a, breakfast a, with the brits there's a there's a woman who who has read 81 books her name is holly holly oh my gosh that this woman, year this year this year by the way since january 1st and it, it is amazing the people you meet up there so um, so she's so she's read 81 books on clubhouse live no, 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 no. she's read personally 81 books since oh, okay. january 1st holly scott gardner is her name oh yeah. I, I, I think i follow her that, yeah, that that woman I mean, is unbelievable. He's amazing. Um, you pretty and, much. And now I follow her on Goodreads, and um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I don't understand how she does it. She she reads like, like two books a day or some crazy thing. Yeah, that's that's it's, uh, she's uh, gonna, it's a little absorbed. It's amazing. It's amazing. I, I see that. See that'd it. be a great one for the for the library users. One. How do you? Read I that know much? library users. Uh, you guys should get her and have her come on and talk about about things. Right. Um, so before we get into some of the other, other pieces of this, I wanted to invite Steven. I think Steven is here. Hey, Steven. How are you, sir? Hey man, you've been a long time since you've been on uh, ACB radio, my friend. A little bit. I know you used to do a show. Remember <laughs> yeah. a long time ago? Yeah. And Took over from Olena's spot. Yeah. I know it was awesome. Yeah. And now you're here talking to us about clubhouse. So h- how have you liked the clubhouse? I liked it. I, uh, Building on what Tyson was talking about, um, I kind of associate Clubhouse and its glory over the last month and a half that I've been on to your very first introduction to the internet and finding out that you have unlimited amount of opportunities to find out and to hear and to listen, on, and especially on Clubhouse, to any topic you can imagine. It's just, it's almost intoxicating. Um, it, it, it is, isn't it? Yeah. My first night that I was on, I was listening to something called Shoot Your Shot. And it was mostly with people from California. But I, and then I listened to a karaoke room where it was like live performances, like listening or watching The Voice. And I was there listening to it to 2.30 in the morning. I'm like, I, I got I'm over 50. I got to go to sleep. <laughs> <You know? laughs> there was there was a there was a room the other night. I think it was either last night or the night before, which was uh uh, the birthday party for MC Hammer. Yeah, can't uh, touch this. <laughs> <laughs> I saw one last night that there was a uh, question, questions, or Justin Bieber has been seen on Clubhouse. So I mean, yeah, I mean, it depending on when you first open the app, when you go into the app, they call it the hallway, and depending on the interest that you select when you first join the app. You can see any one of amount of different rooms, and again, you can increase or decrease the amount of interests that you have listed in your settings. And then, there's been times I've been into the hallway at like ten, eleven o'clock Central Time at night, and there's thirty-five, forty rooms in my hallway, and I'm like, this is a little bit too much, you know. But it's it, it's it's good just to have the opportunity to go into a room and just listen and you can choose to interact or not. Um, unfortunately in my experiences so far with clubhouse, 
it's hard for me to avoid not being invited up to the stage where you can speak versus being an audience. I just assume I just assume lurk instead of work and talk. You know, that's my thing. But it's because I'm I'm learning about every, a bunch of different things. And Jeff, you've seen this. There's rooms about WordPress for both beginning and or advanced users and uh, podcasting and a- any number one of any one of different amount of uh, uh, topics that you can imagine is this uh you could turn it on and off much like a radio which a lot of us are big time assistive technology enthusiasts because we depend on it so much on a daily basis well if you go in there and search for whoever your favorite vendor is they're probably there i mean lots of people from vespero are there which which is is great yep. for me because I use the product, but Peter Dusick from Humanware is there. Uh, the guy who does the guy from uh, Be My Eyes, yeah, Kevin. Uh, yeah. So you search for an, any individual, they're there. If you're employed, chances are maybe your company's there. I mean, I work for Disney. There's all kinds of Disney related things with uh, people who are fans and people who work for the organization. It's, it's absolutely wonderful and it's international. So you can talk to people from all different perspectives. So so how do you get started? Don't you have to be invited? Isn't that some kind of deal like that? Ray, would you like an invitation, Ray? Oh, you talk about a subtle hint there, Ray. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, nobody ever accused me of being subtle. So (laughs) just just a smidge. Because right now it's, because right now it's in beta form of just using for iPhones or iPads. It's an on invite basis. And there's been a room that I was talking in several times, several instances that, if this is just iPhone users or Apple users, I can't imagine what it'd be like when Android gets on board. Oh my gosh! Oh my! Yeah, it's it's unfathomable. You just don't know. I think there's or, thirty million when they people release on the desktop already. version. Uh, yeah, I think there's thirty million people on Clubhouse now, yeah. right? I I don't know if it will ever make it to the computer. Honestly, I think it's just going to be primarily for the mobile devices because that's how it was originally con- uh, conci- uh, conceived. So and it was it is purely the the purely purely at the uh, yeah the creation of because of COVID, um, but you know sighted people enjoy it because they don't have to put on their makeup they can sit around in their sweats and tank tops yeah. and t-shirts like all the blind people have been doing for years. It's all audio. Yeah. No. Well, what's going to happen out. tomorrow or whenever Twitter Spaces launches next month? Yeah. I mean next month. It's that, tomorrow. Yeah. It is tomorrow if they launch yeah. tomorrow, but I it mean, they April could Fools. go desktop if they wanted to or, or any number of other changes. So, yeah. and you said that that thing for Twitter is called Twitter Spaces. Yes. Yeah, I believe so. Huh? And they are Android already. Yeah. I don't know if iOS is included or not. Yeah, so, Android will be in, uh, they're going to release an Android app, as my understanding, uh, when Twitter Spaces launches. Yeah. Yep. Incredible. Just incredible. But I mean, there's, there's also, I mean, the first time I went in a room with Jeff Bishop when we were in there together, it's been, I mean, it's been years since he and I physically talked. So, you know, it, we see each other, if you were part of emails or Facebook or whatever cesspool social media you want to choose, it's, <laughs> uh, it, but it's just good to catch up with people that you haven't talked to and interacted with for years it is either. it's so much fun yeah. we don't have that opportunity so it's like old home week just going into a club round because yeah. you never know who you're going to see Ooh. what 
I'm just getting excited over here. <laughs> oh, I just, uh, but, but Ray, I'll tell you this much. It can be, and for most people, it is addicting. Yeah, it really uh, is. If you've got stuff you need to do, it's just as easy to not use it for a while. But not, it's not easy to do that. It is grounds for divorce. <laughs> Stop if it. you're married. Stop it. If you're married. Yeah, true. So uh, sh shameless plug here and working for Computers for the Blind and being on Clubhouse as early. I got most, if not all of our staff and or people who work with computers for the blind on clubhouse and in the not too distant future we're going to uh for marketing reasons put out a room for um computers 101 or computers for the blind 101 so we can share more information about the product that we deliver and and such but it's it's fun in the building stages and teaching others how to use it you know it's a uh, it, it again it, it there's a lot that can there's a lot that good that can come from it if you're a business if you're a small business and 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 there's so many different rooms to you know how to how to market your brand and how to monetize your brand or your business on using clubhouse and then on the flip side there are people who will put rooms out as to how do i get off clubhouse <laughs> you know so it's yeah you know. tell me about that one yeah <laughs> yeah i think we're going to need a room for that how do you, yeah. in fact, there are rooms about that. Actually. Yeah, there is. <laughs> yeah, there, there is. is. Yeah. Now I want to talk a little bit about, this is something that came up earlier tonight um, at the president's meeting and, and maybe Tyson, um, I, I'm happy to speak about it, but I thought I might toss this over to you first and I'm, I'm happy to, to add more to it too. But um, the, there has been a little bit of concern around um, people feeling like, is is this something that ACB should be involved with? Uh, is this something that that all members will benefit from? Um, feeling potentially like there's some, you know, maybe feeling like being excluded from, uh, uh, you know, not being able to participate because it's iPhone only and not being able to call in on the phone, for example. I thought maybe I would I would see what you know see what you thought. Um, Tyson, and then I can also add, and I'd like to get Debbie's uh, opinion on this too, and and maybe even Rick's too. So, what uh, what do you think, Tyson? Well, I think um, you know ACBs at this at this kind of a uh, a precipice of really embracing social media um, because you know we're we're really looking to push and and get out our word and our mission and our statement and our values to a, a much broader audience than just our members and, and just our, our partners. And um, so, you know, we have the zoom calls, which really, really reach our membership and, and has a, a, you know, almost, I think it's close to close to 1500 in the email list that goes out daily. Um, probably the big differences with this is, is with clubhouse um, just depending on how you set up your room title uh, you have the potential to reach you know, tens, if not hundreds of thousands or millions of people uh, just by putting in, you know, even, even emojis are searchable um, in, in the search field. So you could put in, uh, you know, person with a white cane and guide dog and you'll find an ACB room, you know, that, that Cindy sets up every morning just to read the schedule. Um, and you can be alerted for, for things like that. As far as, um, you know, right now uh, it's a very much an, uh, in the, and, and Jeff and Debbie and Rick and I and several have been involved 
with kind of how how this is going to position itself within in ACB Media's network. Um, and it it is one channel. It it isn't the you know it isn't going to replace anything. Uh, it's going to be an addition to. Uh, just like we have YouTube, just like we have Twitter and and the community platform. So uh, because it is in its beta stage and it is only available to certain things, there are ways in its current state right now that it it isn't um, available to everyone. Uh, But however, we are looking at ways how we can bring that to people. So instead of bringing you in the clubhouse that don't have um, maybe you have an Android or, or you come in by phone to these zoom calls. Uh, we're currently working and, and, you know, give us some time to do it. Cause it's a, it's, it's trying to figure out how this is going to work, but we're going to bring clubhouse to you. Is probably the best way to put that. Um, am I, am I uh, stating? Yeah, that I, think correctly, you're, Jeff? I, I think you're right. Maybe Rick can, can shine some light on this, that, that there's some technical challenges in integrating the two together. Um, but, uh, we're, you know, uh, we, we, we've got a really hard group of people, you know, a group of people that are working really, really hard on trying to solve this problem. Um, and you know, uh, we're all volunteers too. And, and, and there's, there's been, um, I, I, I would guess if you were to take the money that has been spent across all of the volunteers in the project it's tens of thousands of dollars of 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 donations in in kind donations that uh the volunteers have done to to really work on bringing technology solutions to to acb and and acb radio and the community uh i i don't i don't really think that that is a over exaggeration on on the work that that the volunteers, uh, in, including many of them that are here tonight, uh, are doing, and that's not mm-hmm. stopping. We're we're constantly innovating and working really hard to come up with interesting things. You know, this is just the beginning, guys. It looks like Facebook, uh, Twitter, Spotify, all of these guys are getting into this clubhouse type environment, and you know, right. um, and and some of those platforms may not may not benefit us. They may you know, part, not exactly part of it's evaluating yeah. whether how how it fits into ACB's exactly. overall communication exactly. strategy. I think the important thing before we start passing this around and getting more uh, vision on this and, and, and insight on it is to say that be rest assured that the board uh, of this organization, the the leadership of this organization, uh, of which I am part of the leadership of the organization, uh, and the and the um, and the volunteers of this organization are going to firmly stand behind the commitments we have in making sure that we are in, in making sure to include everyone as much as humanly possible. Uh, again, as Tyson explained, this is this is going to take a little bit of work to overcome some some technical challenges. You know, we can't do it overnight. But be rest assured, just like when we brought the community to you, uh, there were many hands involved in that. And look at the, you know, what, 100 events a week process that we're involved with now. Um, this too, show we, we, we will learn from. And by the way, uh, uh, Clubhouse is learning too. It's a really young platform. And we don't know where it's going to be in six, six months. Uh, or, or, or who might even buy it. 
I mean, you know, that's another possibility that we'll see. <laughs> Who is to say that Zoom wouldn't be interested? I'm not making news here, by the way. Um, but, but I mean, you know, what would happen if Zoom bought it? And do you know something we don't, Jeff? No, I do not. <laughs> no, but it's it's a very mm -hmm. you know, it, 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 a very common thing for something like that. I mean, there's a lot of equity yeah. in that in that company. Right exactly. Now, so. and, well, I would and not be surprised to see Zoom just purchase just the database of people alone is worth a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. And, and, well, and so so just stay tuned. Tuned everybody. Yep. Uh, don't, and, and, don't get and, too worried about it yet. No, no. And I will say this too, and that is that be be assured, everyone listening out there, and the second a second vice president of this organization, I think I I can safely say that like everything else we've done, it will be safe, respectful, and welcoming. That's right. That's right. And we're not gonna we 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 will not leave anyone out as much as technically possible. Absolutely. I mean, right now, right now. There are some technical hurdles that we're trying to learn and, and overcome. Um, and, I, and I think a, an important idea to stress too, point to get across is the fact that the stuff that already exists is uh, aren't is not going to go away because of this. No, you know, no. We're, we're no not, it's just going to get enhanced. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's focus on within Clubhouse. If like if you were to radio, if you don't like something that you're listening to, you can always turn it off. But they have this great little button at the bottom of the screen that says "Leave quietly," that, which you is know, nice. You you're not offending anyone by leaving. You're just, hey, mm -hmm. this is not for me. So let's move on and find something else that's more to my liking. Yeah, it 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 lets someone have privacy in that choice. I like. You can leave quite loudly, like I do, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Stomp our way out of the room. <laughs> I'd like to speak to some of this, if that's yeah, okay. Go ahead, so, I think just you know, really okay. So, on one hand, we say we brought you the community, but really, the community has shown itself as to us of what it, you, the listeners and the ACB community want. You are really the ones that drive the calls, that help us know what calls are wanted and needed, and the numbers of calls and the amount of what has continued to grow. So one of, one of the things that I think is that Clubhouse is going to show us, all of us, what it wants and needs and what it actually will grow into but a lot of that will be by each of you each of us and when some of us when we go in there we congregate with each other some of us go to other things i spoke to somebody the other day who said i don't usually go to blind groups i go to other things and sometimes in a i'm in a different time zone so i go at other hours I typically, I'll go to some things that are ACB, but I also go to a lot of things about herbs and oils and personal growth and spirituality and all those woo-woo things that some of you know that I love so much. So, and, you know, some might go to sports and, I mean, all kinds of things. So, it's going to do what it's going to do, and we're going to continue to, I think we're going to continue to show what we want as a as a community and as individuals and some people are very hungry and they get in there and they make a new room you know every time you turn around they're making a new room and having another discussion because they're hungry and that's what they want um 
So, and Jonathan Mosen, who, uh, you know, many of you know, founded ACB Radio or was one of the main people who did and ran it for a number of years, has a podcast, Mosen at Large, also has hooked up the um, clubhouse with Zoom and to stream and has brought his podcast over broadcast that over clubhouse using the iRig too so you know we know i mean we're just going to have to work it in with how we use our equipment and uh and we'll see but i think it's very exciting and as to which one i don't know that acb has to decide whether to go with just one or another i think our community is going to show itself through many different options many different choices and uh like acb will always work to try to make sure that people are not excluded but i think it's very exciting so thank you yeah Yeah, i I think it's real exciting too if i can say a couple things yeah go ahead rick everybody a lot of people say well you know the pandemic has has brought the community to happen but the pandemic happened at a really good time (laughs) from a technology standpoint you know this thing called zoom was kind of out there that that you know, I mean, I mean, it was being used in business, but but not to the extent that that it got started to get used in the pandemic. And, you know, and so all these communities came up and so Zoom was a platform that allowed community to, to flourish. Right. So this is just another platform to do the same kind of stuff, but it's on steroids. It's more spontaneous. And one of the real interesting dynamics here, you know, you know, our community, if you look at our community in Zoom, it, it's pretty much a closed community in that, um, uh, and I'm not value judging here, but it's, it's word of mouth and it's, you know, people who knew, who knew people and it's, you know, we've got, let's put it this way. We've got 1500 people on a mailing list to get information about community. And that's, that's, so we can call that our audience, if you will, you go to someplace like clubhouse and you're immediately being immersed into the world, right? You know, you're, you're in the middle of mainstream and people have been saying this. I mean, we can participate in mainstream conversations. Mainstream participates in conversations about disabilities, there, there's all these areas of commonality that that we're finding. Um, it, it's you know, there's just a, a hell of a lot of potential here, and 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 for folks that uh, you know, I I know one person in particular was you know on leadership saying that this is an elitist thing because of of the iPhone and stuff. You know, we're at a point in time where yeah, it's new and it's going to evolve, and this you know, uh, iPhone only thing, you know, is going to dissipate. I'll tell you right now, it doesn't work well for low vision people at all, but I'm, but I, and as a low vision person, I know that that's just a temporary state that's going to change. So, um, you know, it's, but, but it's, you know, the danger here is for anybody to fall into this trap where clubhouse is going to re going to replace something or it's better than something else right it it's it's That's right it, it's got different uh dimensions to it um you know the spontaneity of it it's so much it can be so much more spontaneous than anything we've been doing in community and and one of the interesting things about community is community within acb is kind of 
shifting the power structure a little bit in ACB. We're, we're going to see it at this coming convention where community uh, is going to have an opportunity to start expressing themselves politically within the organization. Um, and, and I don't think anybody knows how that's going to happen. You know, yeah, what, exactly what, the, right. what, mm-hmm. what the results are that going to be, yeah, but it's pretty, but it's, but it's pretty exciting. And it's, you know, it's, you know, we've engaged a ton of people. There are a lot more people that are engaged. Right. So, and I, and I, I said today to somebody, I said, you know, there, you know, it, when you talk about it from an ACB perspective, right. There are those people that, that, you know, are the old guard that say, you know, uh, you know, we're, you know, somebody has got to do the work. We're the ones doing the work. Da, 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 da. So, so, Gee, so you got folks in community. Mm-hmm. At, yeah. And there's going to be people in community that are are doing it for social reasons whatever but but you're going to be able to bring more people from the community from you know from places like clubhouse and stuff into doing the business of acb if if you know if if we just embrace this stuff we already know we have an acb club and we already know there are a number of people who have joined our acb club in clubhouse who are not members of acb but Somebody today, and I, you know, I told them how to follow, and I forgot. I was like, how do they were like, I want to join. I don't just want to follow. Well, I forgot. Once you follow, then you, one of the moderators, moderators, one of us um, admins will give you the approval. But yeah, I mean, we have, do you know the latest count, Jeff, of um, how many in that club? It's well over 300. I, I, I will look. Keep chatting it's, away. It's over 300 or as of oh, a few it's, days it's like ago. It's something. And that's again. just in a couple of weeks. That's yeah, just in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and it'll, it'll probably quickly surpass, you know, the the number of people that are on the community mailing list. Well, that's over 1,700 now, I think. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but still, yeah, that's growing every week. So, you know, we're like a big garden that's continually growing and and uh, spanning out in in you know with our our flowering or our leaves and and all that goodness and you know so I just think um, it's nice to just wait and see where it goes and allow it to just be and uh, so I I know Deborah's got her hand up. But thank you. 346. Excellent. Yep. There are now, 39 Jeff, followers. You were saying, you were saying something about Twitter took a while to get to that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but it, but it, it took a while for, for, for Twitter and Facebook to, to sort of get going. Yeah. It, it took a long, it took a long time. Yeah. For and, those yeah. Two and, to, and we've done those numbers years. just in, just mm-hmm. in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So it's great. Again, I just want to make, clearly state here that in, uh, under, you know, by all means, we are not wanting to exclude anyone, and we are working very, very hard to make sure that everyone is included in every potential opportunity that we possibly can. And, and it's, I think it's choice, I, many options, many options. Yep. You know, it's it's the choice that Deborah that what works best for you, each person, and um, you know, we're we're and. Absolutely no way are we going to forget people who who don't have who don't have a computer, who no, don't have a computer, or absolutely not. who 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 need to access information by telephone. That's and, correct. Um, 
you know, that's that oh, number yeah, one. There absolutely. are a whole lot of people in this organization that won't let us do that. No. And we're glad they're there. And mm-hmm. um, they're very important to us. Absolutely. And I, I think I you said something. I can't wait to see just how, you know, the years ago and uh, Jeff and Rick and others will remember this, that we had been talking, hemming and hawing and talking about, well, should we do remote voting? Should we not? Should we? Should we? This is forcing us to do it. And now, because of it, we're going to engage a whole lot more members. And I can, and if I may quote the president of our board of directors in the Illinois Council of the Blind, Rachel Schroeder, that train has left the station. I, I think oh, that absolutely. going forward, I mean, yep. it's going to be expected that conventions, that anybody, regardless how they attend a convention, are going to get to fully participate. Yes. And that is just yep. amazing. Yep. It's yeah, uh, ACB it's a, will be much different moving yeah, forward it's, than it's, it's ever been. Yeah, and I and I think it's going to be very good. Yeah, very, very good. You know, well, they, you know, I, I can understand how some people may feel like if 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 clubhouse is not for me, then am I? You know, does that mean? Uh, I mean, there's probably some people that are going to feel like, God, do I need to to embrace? clubhouse for me to really be you know uh on the inside of acb whatever um right and and um you know that's not you know i mean it's again i mean this is you know one of 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 many many channels and and people you know there's so many ways people can engage now that you know there there are a lot more options in how you find your way within acb so well and it could be like seasons you know there are times that certain people might listen to acb radio through TuneIn, and other times through amazon and through phone and through through our old tuner and then there may be times where people say well i don't want to listen to acb radio that way i want podcasts well i used to sit and do twitter every morning i i don't do that so much anymore i'm not going to do you know, I mean, some people are going to spend hours and hours and hours in Clubhouse. I might do some certain days. I think everybody has to feel their way, and right. that's a good right. thing. That's an okay right. thing. Hey, before and we move to uh, raise hands here, I just wanted to point out one other thing about change. You know, um, about a year ago, maybe a little longer, uh, we, we instituted skills to allow everyone to listen to all of our streams via the A-Lady. We're not going to say it because everyone's will go off, right? <laughs> but uh, we had a little bit of difficulty this week with them going down. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, uh, the, the amount of feedback we got about that, no matter where I went, whether it was a community call, a phone call, a, a conference call, a committee meeting on Clubhouse, and it didn't matter what room in Clubhouse I was in because ACB members are everywhere, I would get asked about it everywhere. Yeah. This is in yet another example of change, right? So this, again, is just another cog in the wheel of change. And so don't worry. We haven't forgotten anyone in the past, and we're not going to do it in the future. So stay tuned, everybody. We got hands, Rick? Yeah, we do. We got Debbie back. 
Yeah, this is Deborah Armstrong. So, you know, I think we have to be careful about people who accuse us of being elitist because anything that's really good becomes inclusive with just a little bit of effort. Like, think about the Freedom Box. Remember when Mike Calvo did the Freedom Box and people hmm. were saying, oh, I wish I could have a Freedom Box and you have to have so much money to get one. Well, now everybody has an A-Lady, right? We don't need a freedom box. It was a good idea. And when its time came, it got adopted. I think now about ACB Crafters, who's got a Facebook page. Well, I personally find Facebook a pain to use. But you can be part of ACB Crafters without looking at their Facebook page. They're inclusive. You can join their mailing list. You can listen to their community calls. If you don't feel like going through Facebook to post something, it's fine. So, yeah, things just become inclusive after a while if they're good enough. And ACB I'm Crafters I'm podcast I'm is is coming to ACB. I mean, they're crafter. Somebody's unmuted. Um, ACB Crafters podcast is coming to us, so I'm very excited. Yes, absolutely. Okay, we got any more hands? Thank you, Deborah. Yeah, um, I think it was Mitchell that was making all the noise. I'll open him up again. Uh, Terry Pacheco's here also, Terry. Good evening. Hi, Terry. There we are. Okay, I, was, I wanted to double-checking that I, my microphone was you. on. Yep. <laughs> um, I think that it is outrageously important that we be able to include, be inclusive for all of our members, and especially since so many of our members are only somewhat technologically savvy. Um, I think an, an example of what we should never do, what we should try very hard not to have happen, is what happened this afternoon. The, with having that Verizon call this afternoon um, on COVID-19 isolation, some of those people are, are most are, are most isolated people. And we did not do that on Zoom. And not only did we not have it on Zoom, we didn't have it on the community call. And the end of it was to continue the chat in Clubhouse so that those people didn't have an opportunity. And I don't it think, was I think that's a, community a problem call. that we need to. It was. It was not on the... It was not on the community list. No, because out. it was done by Verizon, but it was out there on leadership. It was on Zoom webinar, and it was streamed on live event, and that was posted out there. So Okay, yeah, uh, I was. will apologize for that, Pat, mm -hmm. but I think the point is that if we're going to do a, something that is especially of interest to a larger part of our community, I think what I'm wondering is, is, is there a way that we can do something on Zoom and Clubhouse That's what's in the works. That's yeah, what's working, in the works technically. That, I think it needs it to be will done. Be, really but that's really what we're, it's, it's definitely possible. And, we're be, yeah. and we have to also test some to see, okay, so when we do this over here, this is what happens. And we do this over in Zoom, this is what happens. We're, right. we're testing and we're learning, and we did talk about this that we are in the works to set it up to be available uh, both ways. But it's going to take us a little bit of time because it's it's more technical equipment that people buy and have to we have yeah. to work through setting it up. But it'll be soon. Right. It I hope it, so. The other it, thing, because the other, sure. one other point about it 
is its clubhouse is also considerably more difficult for people with low vision than Zoom is. Yeah, and we talked about that too. Because of the layout. You, it's not easy to see who's speaking on mm-hmm. it at all. Okay. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. yeah. It, well, we know. To be fair, you can't see who's speaking on it either when you're right. blind either. Right. It's, I, didn't, I, I honestly didn't know whether you could with no. a screen reader or not. I didn't no, know you if it could. voice over. I mean, okay. you can that's kind of that, feel your way around, but yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. No, we're it's, not going to always it's, meet everyone with everything all of the time. You know, that's no, we're not. No, and you're, we you're just absolutely right, Debbie. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it's I, just, I, I think what we're asking is for everyone to have a little bit of patience. That we are that that we know <laughs> that that these are issues that we need to iron out and that we need to work through. We also need to bring them to you in quality. We don't want to do this half baked. We want to make sure that we present a good product out there. So that's right. So, That's so right. we could we could probably come up with some sort of half baked solution, but it's gonna it could sound pretty, you know, poor, low quality, and you wouldn't be happy with that either. So, we want to make sure that when we do it, that we do it with the highest level of quality that we possibly can, and that we meet everyone's expectations and exceed them. So, well, as much and as I, and and I completely and I completely have confidence in you that you will. But I've been asked to play devil's advocate by about six people this afternoon about that's this. That's fine. That's, so listen, that's all you know I was it, doing. That's fine. <laughs> listen, we're all for that. And I don't mind having an open, honest, sincere communication about anything. That's what, that's what it's all about, right? In that's other words, absolutely sharing of ideas, it's all about. Perfect. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. And that's as why as I brought every, it up. And as, as, and as long as everyone is respectful and courteous about it, then I'm all for it. Yeah. So okay. am I. Yay! Thanks. Yay! All right. Yeah, we uh, definitely we definitely we definitely all agree philosophically. But yeah, I I, I like what Deborah said though. I mean, you I know, do too. And the way she framed it was perfect, right? Yeah. So so I have I had a freedom box. Did you have one of those, Rick? Uh, no, I I never did. Yeah, I, 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 I always I always wanted one. Yeah. <laughs> I remember hearing about it. I never got one. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. I think Stephen had one too. Didn't he? Paul, Paul Edwards had. Yeah, one. I have one. Yeah, I remember Paul showing it off to me. Uh, yeah. yeah, in his That's hotel cool. room at convention one yeah. year. So, yeah. any other hands? Rick? Yeah, we get, we have Mary Haroyan from Massachusetts. Ah. Hey, Mary. Hello there. Thank you. Thank you for doing this. Um. I just want to first just say thank you to all of ACB, you know, the radio and for taking this on and for really being so conscientious and committed to, you know, making sure that, you know, everyone, everyone part of ACB community will be considered when moving ahead with any new type of, you know, social media platform technology. I think it's a natural tendency for people when they hear about a new platform like Clubhouse and they're not a part of it to think about, oh, what am I missing when I'm not part of it? So, and they, you know, that might make them feel a little defensive if they're not part of it. But I, I have so much faith that you will make sure that everyone ultimately becomes or has access to it. Um, I also was wondering if perhaps you could talk a little bit about what it's like to go into a clubhouse room typically, you know, what it's like, you know, you mentioned how there's a speaker and that um, people are like sort of like a Ted talk. You're, you're sitting there listening 
but that people can be called up on stage. So I just wondering if you could just kind of describe what might be a typical experience in a clubhouse room. Yeah, Stephen, do you want to tackle that? That's a heavy question. Um, it's a little like we're doing what we're doing here. Yeah. To some degree, except we know we know each other. But but everybody's everybody actually and the, the main difference is that in, in a clubhouse room, except for the moderators, everybody's in the audience until you choose to raise your hand or tap a something on your phone that says, I'd like to speak. Right. And then what Go ahead. I've seen people doing, what I've seen moderators doing at that point is and it's much like if someone's calling into a radio show and they're listening to the radio at the same time, obviously they have to turn their volume down when they're talking to the host on the radio show, but they'll, you, it's something about, you know, I'll take my, I'll, I'll listen to my answer offline. Like, you know, I'll hang up and, or I'll, you know, I'll go listen after and you guys can answer my question. So a lot of moderators now who bring people up on, the stage to ask their question and or speak. And I'm seeing this with blind bargains. And when Matt Ader from Vespero hosts a room at some point, he'll have moderators who will bring people up who are raising their hand. And then as soon as they're done answering their asking their question, they get muted and they put back down to the audience. So there has to be some sort of, there has to be, there's some sort of methodology to the chaos. And at first and foremost, when I first joined clubhouse, there was a whole lot of chaos. There's a little bit more order now than ever was before. And Jeff and Larry, and I guess you all are starting to see that too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's a controlled chaos, hopefully at some point, but I mean, it's, it's a matter of conducting yourself in the best possible way. You don't want to be overbearing or annoying in any type of way, but you also have a question. You want to get it answered. So listen to it as you would be if you were participating in a studio audience at a show. You know? It's it, In many instances, it's like it's Zoom and Clubhouse to some degree parallel each other in that if you remember, at, I've been a part of Zoom for four years because I did a lot of radio stuff with it. But when the community calls started last year, it was cacophony. Not, and not many people knew how to mute. I mean, eventually it got better because people began to realize that there are certain rules that had to be followed. That was also the case in Clubhouse. People talked over each other who were speakers, and eventually um, they, some of them have been Zoom users too. So they realized, hey, we've got to back off a little bit and give somebody else a chance. Otherwise, nobody hears each other. I can remember in some instances in Zoom, I go into a room and there were three to four to five levels of conversations going on at the same time. And the only reason... I could talk to somebody was I could hear them above all of the rest of the cacophony. It was ridiculous. And now we don't have that problem to the degree that we used to. We still do occasionally when somebody accidentally is unmuted and you hear TV sounds or them talking on the phone and not knowing they're unmuted. But by and large, it's far better than it used to be because people are, I think, a little more courteous. Uh, and, and a little more aware that there are other people in the room besides themselves. Yeah, we've gotten a little bit better too at how to yeah. how to organize a meeting and how to uh -huh. run a meeting, mm -hmm. yeah. moderate a meeting. And you know what, uh, what Stephen was saying is is definitely true. So. Yeah.
Yeah. There are two podcasts I want to mention that give you a pretty good overview of what Clubhouse is. One of them is a little outdated and only because things change so much in Clubhouse. Jonathan Mosa did this one about five or six weeks ago. Still pretty relevant because he, he gives you a great overview of the entire app and he also records a clubhouse meeting so you can get a feel for what it's like to have people interacting. And that's available through his podcast, Mosin at Large. It's available at any any podcast uh, catcher that you can think of. Uh, the A-Lady will do it and, and several others. So will the phones. The mo- yeah, Android, that's true. Yeah. And an iOS. The most recent one is one that Sight and Sound did about a week ago, where they had people come in and spoke for about an hour to an hour and a half about pod, about the clubhouse. A couple of them are major people in the organization who are uh, on the lookout for accessibility. In fact, they do a lot of the the clubhouse one hundred and one uh, lead. I don't know which one to call it, but meetings where they lead you through the clubhouse and explain how things work from a accessibility perspective and sight and sound is also available uh, through most of your, your podcatchers. So building on that for those people who are going to be newly invited to clubhouse, like Ray, (laughs) there's going to be, when you go into the hallway for the first time to the main area, I call it the dashboard. Just that's I'm old school that way. But anyway, when you go into the main area of clubhouse, you're always going to see an introduction to Clubhouse. And there's always, I mean, they're always introducing and bringing in new members to understand the whole premise of Clubhouse. And the, the wonderful thing about it is it doesn't matter whether you can see or not. Everyone is operating the same way. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for all that explanation. It sounds really, really enticing. <laughs> do you have a way from invites tonight, do you think? Hey, Jeff, it's Mitch. I don't know where Jeff went. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm here. I, we, were we going to give away of some invites tonight, do you think? Yeah, I, we have plenty here to give away. Yeah, so we if do. people want them, then they can email uh, community at acb.org, and we can, uh, you know, handle it that way. You have, to, you have to include your phone number in the email. So right. your cell phone number. Yes, they text you the invitation. Right. Yep. Yeah, Mitch, how can we help you? Okay. Um. What's the changes that's been done to that app since Jonathan Mosen did the podcast? Oh my gosh! Well, Mitch, they come, oh, when they come there out. Are new, there are new changes every week, and yeah, it's, they, it's an every it's week, ever ever changing landscape. But it's all for the good. It's, yeah, I mean, it's, dif- it, it's difficult to tell them all to you. There's too many, too many, Mitch. But they're major okay. accessibility okay, changes. So this app is like updating weekly. Constantly. It's not those apps that hang yeah. in the. That there, doesn't may, there, there may be even an, an app update this week. Well, I haven't seen one yet, but that doesn't mean no. it's not out yet. But um, the big change that w- happened most recently was a change to how uh, raised hand, you know, a notification of raised hand events is handled. Uh, you know, you don't have to actually uh, go into your the profile and accept the accept it. There's a there's a pop up now that happens that you can tap on and and more quickly do things yeah and they've just made the app more stable and more reliable and all that kind of fun stuff okay if people want to invite what do we put in the subject line clubhouse or sure that will work you just need to include your phone number right okay it it has to be a cell phone number and an iphone by the way right i know that much (laughs) thanks guys 
Thank you, Mitch. And, and Zoom changes a lot too. It does. Yeah. There was an update, I think, yesterday. Yeah. They, mm -hmm. You know, one thing about all these things, make sure you, uh, you've always got the most recent version of the app, right? So, Candace. Hey, Candace. Is Candace from Clubhouse? It, it is. probably is. Oh, yeah, she had her hand up. It's closed captioned Candace from Clubhouse. All right. Let's go to the next one, Rick. <laughs> Well, we're waiting uh, for uh, her. Cand I think Candace just came on. Okay. okay. Hey, I don't know if I raised my hand. There must be another Candace on here. Does it show that I raised my hand? Yeah, it did. Yeah, you're at the top of the list. So, not sure how, that, I, real quick. Not sure how, <laughs> how that happened. Yeah. Well, one question. Well, one question I do have, I guess, uh, is um, and I've only heard this from one individual, so it may be a rumor, unless Tyson or Jeff, you know something that I don't. But I was told I didn't stay for the whole town hall on Sunday, but it was mentioned that in the next update that there would be a fee to join clubs. Uh, I have not heard that, and I think we just need to wait and see where the where things go. So no, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not going to make any either. assumptions at this point. I wouldn't personally think that they would you know, start charging for clubs until they open it up you know, to the general public. And also maybe give more ample notice than just in the town, a uh, town hall. Yeah, If they were really going to do this, you would have had lots of notice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's better just to wait and see what happens. And what was it, John, what was the second podcast you mentioned? Cause I've listened to Mosin at large. What, what was the other one called? It's called Sight and Sound, S-I-G-H-T and Sound. It's a UK podcast. Stuart Lawler is the the uh, host, and it's uh, an excellent podcast. Okay, I'll definitely check that out. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Any other hands, Rick? Nope, that's it for now. All right. Well, I want to really thank everybody for um, you know participating tonight. This has been really, really fun. And I think we've got a lot of useful information out to the to the community. And if you want a clubhouse invite, send an email to community at acb.org. We'll see about making sure you get one. There's a number of us who have access to uh, invites that we can give out to you. Ray, you have yours in your uh, phone waiting for you to already sign. already uh, already signed up already hit it. Yeah, he's, he's oh, okay. I'm surprised you know it's taken Ray this long. I know I am too. Yeah. Man. Well, you know, you know, when I first heard about it, um, it was inaccessible, and so I was kind of like, well, I'm not going to worry about that. I, I was kind. I'll tell you, you know, maybe maybe it's because I'm an old guy. I was like, ah, well, I don't I don't need one more social media thing. But um, you know, now that uh, hey, if ACB's on it, it's got to be cool, right? Yep. Yeah, you absolutely. And in all seriousness, guys, what I the way I feel as a leader of this organization, I need to be in as many places as our ACB community members are as I can. I mean, I can't be there all the time, but at least I, I need to be there. I need to see what they're uh, see and hear what they're talking about, and uh, just you know, hey, it's um, you know. It's it, it's just I, I feel it's my responsibility as a leader. So um, hey, that's that, just that's how I feel. That we'll see you in the clubhouse, Ray. Ray, that you betcha. That Jeff, John, and Larry, thank you for inviting me on. It was a pleasure working with you guys again. Thank you, Steve. You come back more often, my friend. We miss you here. If I can find the time, trust me, I would love to.
it's uh, it's, awesome. it, it's a lot you. of great memories and doing shows and contributing. Thanks for being with us. All right. Well, Rick? Rick, what was that? What were you going to say? Ray just made me think about something Kelly Gask had said the other day, you know, huh? um, and, and, I, and I thought it was just, uh, it was kind of eloquent when she said it. She said, one of the cool things about all these platforms we have is that we can meet people where they are. Yes. Oh, Amen. Right? Amen. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that profound? That's wonderful. Yes. Yes. I can tell you meeting all of the assistive technology people like we did at CSUN this year almost made, made it worth it with regard to not having a, a CSUN that we could go to live and direct because they were all in clubhouse and you could talk to them and ask them questions and yeah. listen to them talk but, about things. But, but was, we can't, we couldn't have a drink at the bar with them though. That's, that's true. That's so true. You can drink twice as much and not even leave your house. Yes. <laughs> Karen says, don't tell him that. <laughs> we'll, make, we'll make it up at the next in-person convention. You betcha. You betcha. <laughs> I want to thank Peggy and Don and, of course, everybody that's here for uh, participating tonight. This has been a blast. We're going to be back next month with another brand new edition of Main Menu Live. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll let you know coming up soon what that one's going to be about. We're still planning that one, although something tells me that I think we're going to have a guest. Something tells me that that's going to happen again. So <laughs> that tends to be the way things go around here. All right. Um, so we'll see everybody in the clubhouse and or in the community. So uh, have a great week, everybody. We'll see you this weekend. And don't forget about all the great activities happening around in the community and around ACB. Thanks so much for uh, running the board, Rick. And thanks for streaming, Debbie. So very much appreciated. We'll see everybody next month.